everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Talks with Tatiana. On today's episode, I will be talking candidly about my experience lately with trauma and grief after loss of loved ones and overall how I've been coping with the aftermath and new normal after dealing with traumatic and stressful events in life these past few years, along with sharing the importance of having a support system and giving advice on ways to try to get through these emotions for those who also may be experiencing the same feelings. hope you all are doing well. Um, I have been doing okay for the most part. Again, just trying to get through the semester. Um, I feel like I gave a lot of my life updates in the last episode, um, so I don't really have as much um, life updates now other than going to like my last football game as an undergrad student here at UF so that was kind of like sad but exciting bittersweet and stuff but um just trying to prepare and um also get ready for Thanksgiving and stuff but other than that life is just going so I wanted to do this episode just to candidly share my feelings of how I've been doing with like trauma after losing so many loved ones and stuff. I just wanted to share this everything that I've been feeling because I've just been feeling like I wanted to let it all out. Um, so and I wanted to share this as I prepare for the holidays because I know the holidays are gonna feel different since so much loss and change has happened in my family. So um, especially with Thanksgiving coming up, we have lost some very important pieces of our family this year. So I'm just really just bracing myself for or I guess like preparing myself for having to walk in and not see these family members anymore and I'm just like not prepared because you know these people have been at Thanksgiving my entire life so it's just weird knowing that like they're not just away on a vacation or out of town or something like they're gone and like we're never gonna have another Thanksgiving with them so it's just been like one of those things where I feel like my anxiety has been kind of up because I'm trying to just prepare for not only my emotions but everybody else's emotions because I just don't know like I just don't know how the environment is going to be so you know just preparing for that has been a little anxiety inducing for sure and I had also just wanted to be open with how I've been feeling for others who may also be going through these things and to just let you know that you're not alone and like trauma after loss is very very real I don't think it's talked about as often as it should be but trauma is very real um, and it can significantly impact your day-to-day -day life for sure. I feel like sometimes it's a little bit of an overlooked thing that deaths, especially ones that happen so close together, can be really traumatic. And I think for me too, the fact that up until really college, I hadn't lost anyone that I was like super close with or that I knew that well, aside from like my grandpa, my grandpa's wife, uh, like her, um, both of them, losing both of them was very difficult for me because they played a big role in my life but aside from that I hadn't really not that I can think of and then oh my great grandpa too but aside from them I don't know I can't really remember 
or can think of right now of any other losses that I've had. I think the like significant losses, like the back-to-back -back ones started happening in like 2020 and then from there like I've lost someone every year and so it's just been and it's just been really rough and the fact that again that they're so close together and um, sometimes like I just feel like with some of these deaths I don't have like the full closure that I need and so yeah it's it's definitely rough um, like for example with my dog Huey that passed away in 2021 I still don't know what happened I don't know exactly how he died I just you know so it's just always like that piece of the fact that I just don't have that closure of what happens like how he just one day went from running across the backyard to just like nothing and so it's just like not having that closure piece so it's just very difficult and then you know with my um aunt cindy with her passing just feeling like those last couple months i knew that she was starting to her health was starting to decline a lot so just feeling like i just didn't get to have the last moments i really really wanted with her so it's just like a lot of not feeling that closure there like just wishing that I just had like that one last like memory that I could have held on to and I have plenty of memories with the people that I've lost and my dogs and stuff but I don't know I guess when people die it's just like you want more and you wish you had more um, that you can hold on to so you know I just wanted to have this very candid conversation on just like the trauma that comes with deaths and families and stuff I've just been really really struggling I think I feel I think I just feel like really traumatized by all the deaths especially I think like the top two that have really messed me up like when my dogs died that really shook me a lot because I just wasn't ready because I was very close with them they've been in my life for 14 years so you know practically raised them so I just that was really a lot to take in but I think the two deaths in my family that really really took a toll on me was my aunt Cindy dying in February and then seven months later exact to the day my aunt Doris dying that has really really like those two deaths have impacted me terribly you know because like in 2020 or in 2021 is when Huey died my dog and then my childhood pastor and they kind of died towards like the end of 2021 like when 2021 was kind of ending and then to start the year of 2022 with my aunt Cindy's death and then you know seven months later for my aunt Doris to die it was like I never had time to really recover because it was just like back to back to back so I, I think that it's finally really settling for me and I'm like oh my god like is this gonna happen every year around this time so I've just been getting really anxious um lately definitely for sure just getting used to bad news is just something that has been impacting me a lot I think just always feeling like I need to brace myself for the worst that's about to happen and sometimes the worst isn't about to happen but in my head I think that now so I think for sure it's just a lot of healing that needs to be done on my part I just feel very on edge a lot like anytime just getting a text out of the blue from someone I usually don't or you know if my parents call me in the middle of the day or just anything that just feels a little off I'm like oh my god somebody else died somebody else is like you know injured or something's going on and it's just I never 
feel calm all the way now these days like I always feel just like on edge on pins and needles like something's gonna happen today or something has happened and just I think just hyper focusing too much overthinking situations too much that something is happening and the whole time it's really just in my head and I'm just like stressed because I'm so used to that bad news now I'm used to the bad phone calls and I'm um, about somebody dying and stuff so it's been a lot um and also not that's not like the only trauma I feel like I'm trying to get over but also um there was a shooting that happened outside of my apartment the other weekend and my um apartment it's kind of like it's it's big it's not just like one unit like it's it's a weird type of thing. Um, it's not just like one building, like it's just multiple buildings and stuff. So it didn't happen in front of my building. It happened at like the very, very front, more so near the leasing office. And it didn't happen on the property, but across the street from our property. But I found out through um, my one of my roommates who happened to follow like a UF um, family and friend or family and um, parents page on Facebook. And then also um, there was like a Reddit thread that talked about the shooting and there were people who lived in my apartment complex they were saying did you guys hear the shooting that happened last night outside of the apartment and um, people were saying there were people on the ground and they were saying that they had been shot and stuff and so from the sounds of it it sounded like a drive-by or something and it truly just like stressed me out because I had no clue. I was like in a very deep sleep I must have been in because I didn't hear anything but the buildings are pretty separated so it's like I probably wouldn't have heard it anyway but it just really stressed me out because that's one of my biggest fears is just like I think just dying an untimely death and dying a painful death and so just to know that a shooting happened right outside of an area where I walk all the time almost every day it just really stressed me out because I was like oh my goodness like this is like I've never had this issue living here all four years and so um and it just felt like nobody was alarmed enough about it there was not really any news coverage on it here there wasn't usually UF will send out an alert if there's like some type of shooting going on near UF nothing so I just felt like okay why is nobody else concerned that four people have been shot and sent to the hospital and nobody died you know thankfully um at least that I'm not aware of but still it's just like four people were still shot in front of an apartment where several UF students stay and it was actually in between two apartments my apartment and another student housing apartment so I'm just like I just truly don't understand why there just wasn't a lot of coverage on it so that had me very shook because I'm like that's way too close to call way too close for comfort and you know with all the things that have been going on lately in the news about all these different shootings and people just dying left and right from it that just makes me feel really, really uneasy because this is supposed to be my comfort. This is supposed to be my home away from home. And I just, I don't want to ever feel unsafe here. And I, I feel like for the most part, my um, college journey living in this apartment, I haven't really felt unsafe often, but I kind of feel a little uneasy now. And so I'm just really concerned. Um, so that was really traumatic for me because even though I didn't hear it or see it, just knowing that it happened and seeing all these people telling their stories about what they saw and it just really 
made me anxious because I get very anxious very easily, especially when it comes to things like my safety um, being in danger. So yeah, that's been something that's been kind of weighing on me. So I feel like now I'm always like just being super like aware when I'm walking um, near my apartment or just walking in general, really. Like I'm just looking all over my shoulders, like just feeling super paranoid. I've always like been very um, cautious of wearing earphones in public because I want to be able to hear what's going on around me. So now I feel like I started slowly like getting to a place where I was able to listen to music and stuff while walking. Sometimes if I have to walk to class or just walk somewhere that's a long distance and I'm like, you know, let me just put in some earphones um, or my AirPods or something. And now I feel like I can't do that anymore again because I just need to be able to hear if something else is going on. And they had one news article had briefly said something about it but even then like they didn't go into detail so I still don't know what happened and if they caught the perpetrator or whatever but when they describe the type of car now every time that type of car drives by or anytime a car drives too slow near me or something I'm just like oh my god something's about to happen and I tense up and everything it's it's bad so I'm just like I'm I'm glad that I found out but I'm it's almost so bad to the point where I'm like maybe I shouldn't have found out about it because now I'm just like paranoid and living on pins and needles now and just like stressed every day now and sometimes outside of my apartment window like there's like these loud bang sounds I don't know if it's like it kind of sounds like um a trash truck or something I don't know what the sound is but I don't like hearing that now I don't like hearing anything that resembles like shooting sounds I don't like any of that because it just worries me because I'm like is this person targeting someone over here like I don't know it's just like a whole thing for me so I'm just trying to like get through that and just yeah it's been just very difficult getting through that because I feel like having anxiety makes things worse for me like I can't just let go of things when I find out about something that worries me it's going to worry me until <laughs> I don't even know how long so it's just been a lot and it was um, to a point where I was even not wanting to watch certain movies because um, or certain shows for a couple days or so after I found out about it because I knew they had shooting scenes and so I was just terrified like I even had a dream <laughs> that somebody shot me so it was just yeah it's it really like gets to me when things like that happen and I think also like I said when the fact that I'm still getting through this time in my life where I'm worried about more family members or friends or loved ones dying and then having something like that happen so close to where I live it just stresses me out because I'm like oh my god like what if it's me like I'm so worried about other people dying what if it's me so it just I really get in my head I get I don't know I just think all these deaths and stuff that have been happening not only in my family but just like in general have just been difficult and I think I saw something I read something recently that was it was a sad news story about um something that happened I think there was a crash with two planes that were doing like a military show or something and I read a comment comment that was like we have really become so desensitized and sometimes we just need a break from seeing things like this because it can really take a toll on you and so I think that's another thing is that with so much bad news happening about you know like for example takeoff dying and 
him being just like a person who is to himself and doesn't you know he didn't bother anybody or anything and he still ended up ultimately getting shot and killed and you know that not even really being enough for somebody to be safe from the world you know and it just shows that good people still die like every day so just seeing like all these sad news stories that just contain like people dying you know for ultimately no, no reason or horrible accidents and stuff it really can take a toll on you so I've been trying to be a little more intentional with taking breaks from social media because sometimes it is just a lot and I think that also kind of can contribute to you not being able to heal from things like having a lot of losses in your life sometimes it can be difficult and I think that that's what's been contributing to me struggling to get through healing because I just keep consuming myself more and more every day into social media and all these news sites that um, talk about all these sad things and so I think I just need to switch my environment a little bit as far as doing those things because I feel like I'm doing more harm than good to myself by doing that. I think you know sometimes too not only just the trauma with losing people by death but losing people as in like friendships and things like that like with my roommates last year that I had that whole incident where we it just you know some people that you really thought you were close to betraying you and so sometimes I feel like I struggle to trust people's true intent and that's something that I'm still trying to work through as well so that's been a, a struggle so I feel like there's just like a lot of like traumatic things that have happened that have been just like <laughs> just I'm still trying to figure out how to get through them um how to get back to my old self or a better version of myself after that and sometimes I feel like I don't give myself time to get through it because I'm like am I just being traumatic like is this really trauma but when I really think about it it is like losing so many people like just unexpectedly back to back even you know with the whole roommate situation last year like losing you know a close friend like that um even though it wasn't to death like it almost feels like one because you know this friendship that you've built up for so many years and then like you see a person change right before your eyes and you know you've now lost someone who you thought was going to be your friend forever and then you know also being that that situation that I was in I felt very like ganged up against and then also not only that but I just felt really really uncomfortable in my own you know environment I felt like they tried to make it uncomfortable on purpose there were many times where I would just sit in my closet or I would just you know sit in my car for long periods of time so it was truly just like traumatic to the point where I like I've always hated confrontation but I really really hate it now because I'm like oh wow like that was that confrontation that happened turned into months of living in the most uncomfortable like worrisome environment for me so it's just a lot of different things and you know again honestly you know to be completely transparent there have been many days where you know I genuinely question my right to grieve um as far as like the deaths that have happened um and the trauma that I feel after like the deaths that I've experienced lately um because like I said that's like the biggest thing out of everything that's been weighing on me and really impacting my life way more than I thought like it's truly um shining through um the deaths that have happened um it's truly just starting to weigh on me way heavier 
heavier than it has before. I think, I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, but I said it to someone. I just, I think I did say it on the podcast though, but um, I was saying something about you never think it's going to be you or your family until it is. So I think that that's what still has me kind of shaken up is that I realized that, wow, like my family's not exempt from the craziness that can happen and so because for this to have happened with the whole deaths of two very significant people in my family to die seven months apart like I just never I don't know like I just didn't think that that would happen to my family like I you know you see things like that on the news you know things like that you hear about it and you know you just never think wow that's my like that could happen to my family you just never want to think that it's gonna happen so when it does it it's really just like a, a eye-opening scary moment because you're like oh wow wait like we're really not exempt to bad things happening like this is bound to happen to anybody so I think I, I just genuinely you know just started questioning my right to grieve and what I mean by that is like for example with my great aunts who passed away like I just start to kind of have this thought of well you know I didn't live in South Carolina and get to hang out with them as much as everyone else did and you know I also would think like they're someone's mother and I'm just a great niece, you know, so because I don't have that same relationship, you know, as far as how closely related they are, like, um, as far as like blood relation, do I really have the same right to grieve, you know, on the same level as their child? I know that may seem crazy, but sometimes I just truly question if I'm allowed to grieve for them as hard as their own children. But, you know, talking with my therapist and my support system, it's really helped me realize that, you know, of course I'm allowed to grieve them in whatever way I want and that you know everyone's grieving process is different and that's okay and you know just because somebody is like blood related wise um or even you know in some cases not blood related at all like it doesn't matter whether the relationship you have with the person was technically great aunt and great niece or best friends or mother and daughter or whatever the case may be that doesn't take away from the personal relationship you had with that person and how much that person meant to you. And, you know, everyone is grieving the loss of that same person. You know, they're grieving the loss of the bond they had with that person. So it's okay to grieve them however you want to. And sometimes, you know, blood relation or how much closer related to them than you were, than this person was, you know, it has nothing to do with it because I know there are plenty of situations in the world where, you you know let's say a person died but that person's aunt you know they may be grieving their their niece or nephew's death harder than the parents of the niece or nephew because that person had a lot more of an estranged relationship with their parents and was closer to the aunt that doesn't mean the parents are not still grieving and that also doesn't mean the aunt should not like have to grieve any less because it's technically you know not their child like that doesn't take away from you know her grieving so you know that's not you know everybody's case obviously but um you know it just shows that everybody can grieve in different ways and just because you're more closely related or less closely related or whatever the case may be that doesn't take away from how you should be able to grieve them and all of that doesn't matter because at the end of the day everybody has lost someone who is important and I mean obviously you know some people may be affected to a different degree because again if you know somebody lost their mom versus if that person is just like your aunt you know it may be a little different because like a mother and child 
child relationship is just different like they carry this child and you know they raise them and stuff so it is a little different but that doesn't mean like you have to tone down the way that you grieve you know so and that's just something that I've been trying to tell myself because sometimes I feel like I I have to hold back because I'm like okay wait am I allowed to grieve to that level for my great aunts even though our blood relation wasn't as close as their children or their actual nieces and nephews that are not their great nieces and nephews but um it it still just is a struggle um it's truly I think um something that needs to be more made more aware of or that people should talk about more is the struggles after losing someone struggles after death because you know everyone for the most part kind of just goes back to normal living their normal lives and stuff but you know life will never be the same and it's still a struggle like of course you have no choice but to go back to living normal like you can't just be down forever because there's nothing that can really be done unfortunately when people leave but even when going back to your normal lives like sometimes you know the phone calls and the texts and stuff they slow down so you kind of feel maybe a little forgotten about because everything just kind of slows down everybody just kind of goes back to their own life and of course you can't expect everybody to be there for you 24 7 but it's still just difficult and then also just getting back into your normal life because sometimes death just happens so quickly and then you have like a funeral like the next week and then you just have to go back to normal life and it's so so difficult because when my great aunts died both of them happened you know at the beginning of semesters like my great aunt Cindy died um towards the beginning of my spring semester of my junior year my great aunt Doris died at the beginning of my um senior fall semester so the start of the semester you're already prepping yourself to deal with a lot of work and things to do so it's like for those to have been like the the start of my semester it was a lot and it was overwhelming and you know although I you know told my professors what was going on and everything at the end of the day they can only do so much to help me out and give me extensions until they're like okay you need to get back onto our scheduled program of getting work done and you know your lectures and stuff so it's truly just a struggle because then it's kind of like at least in my case or um, how I felt is that I just didn't have time to really sit with my emotions and take it all in that this is happening so it just kind of felt like okay I can grieve for this little bit of time but now I have to get back to my normal life and it's sometimes really hard because it's like I just know life will never be the same and it's just like having to get to a place where I accept that because there's nothing that can be done and that's just a true struggle um you know struggling after losing someone can look a lot of different ways I know sometimes I will just have moments where I really just think about the losses that have happened and I'm just like wow this is unbelievable and I think again just like the trauma of how just it happened and just the fact that it happened so closely to each other I just again I'm always just worried now I'm always worried that something's going on I'm always worried that somebody in my family has died and I know sometimes my family will take a little longer to tell me things like deaths and stuff or if something has happened to a family member because they know how anxious I can get and stuff so sometimes I just get worried that I feel like somebody is 
holding something back from me like somebody is supposed to be telling me that something has happened to this person in our family and they're not telling me so I'm always just like worried all the time that something's going on and you know there's just times now where I just feel like I shut down and I don't even feel like wanting to be social and it's not meant to be taken personally but I just be really just needing a break from people so I can just focus on my mind and I just want to always give the best version of myself to others but sometimes I think lately I haven't really been able to like I've been social and doing things but there have been a lot of times lately where I'm just like wow life is overwhelming and it's just you know sometimes you're not ready for the things that life will throw your way and, and not just with death too like um I've just been really stressed with school and you know figuring out what to do as far as grad school like having to apply here and I'm kind of taking a risk of really just putting all my eggs in this one basket hoping that I do just get into the one-year program here um, at UF and can graduate with my graduate degree um, in 2024 and you know that's been stressful you know just being very hopeful about it and there's just been conflicts and schedules of um, trying to make my senior year schedule because I again it's very important that I graduate on time um, extracurriculars that are going on and trying to renew my lease but not knowing if I should renew my lease because I don't know if I'm gonna make it into grad school so then that's a lease I can't get out of and it's a little different than some other apartments where you can just renew your lease whenever like this is like a very timely thing because apparently they run out of spaces quickly so it's kind of like I don't really have a choice but to make one sooner rather than later and you know just trying to balance everything from last semester uh, for the last semester of undergrad and also trying to take that in and realize that again with the losses that I've had in my life there's so many important people now who are not going to get to see this moment even you know as far back as in 2014 or I think it's either 2014 or 2015 um when my great um when my grandpa died and stuff like you know just thinking about how I've really gotten to this huge pivotal point in my life and people who I just knew growing up were gonna be there for it they're not now because you know they've passed on so it's just been a lot to think about I think I've mentioned on the podcast before I do not do well with brand new chapters. I don't do well with closing chapters and moving on and new beginnings. And I think, you know, me and my therapist have talked about how I probably struggle with that a lot um, because of my dad being in the military growing up. So having to move around all the time for um, a good portion of my life. Sometimes I just get really attached to things because I just like that stability now. So the fact that I'm ending a chapter in my life is something that's really scary to me, especially because this is like ending the school chapter of my life. School is pretty much all I know. Um, I've been going to school since forever. So it's like the fact that this journey is literally coming to an end soon I'm like oh wow wait like what do you do after this so um it's scary it's really scary and you know even like last night or the other night I experienced um my last home football game as an undergrad student and um it's just like a chapter of my life is truly just ending and I'm not ready and sometimes the thought of all of it is so overwhelming because again school is all I know this is all I've done I've never really had like a real job other than my little 
little like party city job in high school when I was in school and stuff but this whole journey is ending soon even if I do get into grad school it's gonna be a one-year program here so it's just gonna be over and yeah I just don't know what I'm gonna do with myself so it's scary and also knowing too like as you get older your family dynamics change again people start to get older so you know that means again more losses and also just like knowing that I'm gonna be kind of living my own life and so it's not gonna be as much going home to see my parents all the time and it's just sad it's like truly the end of a journey and I think I just I've been trying to prepare myself but it's like how do you even prepare yourself for that and also you know just dealing with a lot of moments where I've been thinking about the past and I'm letting them work me all up all over again just some memories from the past and just I just need to learn to let go of situations and just move forward because sometimes I just keep looking back at things and I'm like wow shoulda coulda woulda and it's just like I have to just move forward so I'm just that's something else that I'm truly trying to deal with and then again like with the trauma of losing my loved ones um you know I've just been having like some really just unhealthy just coping mechanisms like for example um, I find myself often on my iPhone looking at my little sister's location and if she isn't in school like let's say um, her location doesn't show that she's in school I'm like something's wrong and my mom will be like well you do know like today is teacher work day and students stay home today while teachers work on report cards at school or you know if I know my mom usually goes to church and my little sister's location says that she's at home I'm like oh no like why did they miss church like something happened like is everybody okay like did they get a phone call about somebody you know my mind just spirals out of control and then that's why I'm grateful for the people in my support system like my boyfriend who's you know able to be like you know yes you have your sister's location but you don't have your mom or your dad's location because they have um androids and samsung so he was like you know even if it says that she's at home that doesn't necessarily mean that your mom or your parents are still there too you know like maybe she went to church without your sister today because you know sometimes that happens or you know maybe your sister accidentally left her phone at home and your parents said they weren't going to turn around and like get it you know there's just so many things that could have happened that are not bad and um it just kind of brings me back when you know i have people in my support system that give me those perspectives and I'm just like you know what like you're right things do happen but you know again because of all the unexpected tragedies that have occurred my mind is just automatically on you know worst case scenario now so it's it's pretty it's been pretty rough on me and now I've gotten to a place where I can tell when something is wrong just based on how my parents are talking like when I call them I can just tell now in their voice if something is wrong because I've just been so used to getting back news from them like you know recently there was something there was um something that happened with my great grandma and you know she's fine now but before my parents told me that something was going on I already knew something was up I didn't know what it was but I knew it was something because I could hear it all in my mom's voice like she just sounded really really off and um you know when my parents ask me random questions now like when they're like oh where are you or are your roommates home you know stuff like that when they ask me things like that I already know bad news is usually coming and you know that comes from the trauma of when my dogs Riley, Riley and Huey died because when they both died my parents were like are your roommates home before breaking the news to me to make sure that I had somebody who could be there with me so 
when they ask random questions like that I start to just get this really sick feeling because I already know nine times out of ten it isn't good news following so now it's even you know to a point where every time I call my parents I'm like before we start this conversation is there any bad news I need to know is everything okay is everybody okay like I just be wanting to get it over with because the anticipation of bad news now for me is just so high another really really unhealthy coping mechanism that I've been having lately is like kind of keeping track of how much like family members post I have like I feel like that is a huge trauma thing for me now after the losses of family members when family doesn't post on Facebook so I have a cousin who is my one of my aunt Cindy's ch um, children and so he posts on Facebook a lot so if he doesn't post it kind of alarms me but in particular when my aunt Cindy died my cousin had posted something and you know everyone in my family who usually posts they stopped posting the day that my aunt cindy died and one of her sons you know my cousin um he put heartbreak emojis when she died um as like a facebook status that's all he put was like heartbreak emojis and stuff and this was before i knew that um my aunt cindy had passed away so i was just kind of trying to scramble trying to find answers on what was going on so now when family members who post a lot are not posting, it, um, especially this cousin in particular, I get very overwhelmed or I'll like hyper focus on what they're posting to make sure that they're posting happy things and you know, not anything out of the ordinary. And if they do, my mind just goes everywhere. I'm like, is everything okay? Are they okay? Like, is there something I don't know that's going on? So, you know, that same cousin, he um actually recently, he had posted heartbreak emojis as a status on Facebook again, but this time he posted it in reference to like his football team losing and stuff. But before that was made clear that that's what the post was about, it was just the heartbreak emojis. So my heart was racing. I felt like I was about to freak out. I was like, oh my God, here we are. Here we go again. There's no way somebody else has died like so it's just that has just become very unhealthy for me because I just I'm always hyper focused now on all my family members Facebook I'm like okay did this person post okay they usually post why didn't they post anything today like something's wrong like and it's just been yeah it's been really really overwhelming I just feel like it's almost like I just need like this constant reassurance now that everything is good and it's just so overwhelming because it's like I'm always on my toes now and I'm always like prepping myself for the worst news and I think that's where my anxiety and OCD kick in because I'm not able to have control of the situation. I was recently watching something and a person was like, a lot of people who experience OCD, they also experience anxiety because OCD is like just this feeling that you need to be in control of a situation. And when you're not, it can be anxiety inducing. So I think that's the case for me and why I'm starting to hyper focus on so many things because I want to be in control of as much as I can. I want to have as much reassurance that everything is okay as possible so I can be in control um, because so much of my life has taken that control that I once thought that I had and has shaken up my whole world and made me realize everything will not always be the way that I want it to be. So because I've lost so much control, like you don't have control over death and all the inevitable things that happen in your life, like I just, I think now that's why I try to do as much as I can that I can have control over. But you know, 
I'm very grateful for the people who keep bringing me back down to, you know, a better place and making me realize that sometimes I just have to let go because, you know, things are inevitable, fate is going to happen regardless, and I just can't compete with that. But, you know, I'm definitely really, really grateful for my support system. I feel like I have people in my life who they understand and especially, you know, having family, you know, who have experienced these same things because they've experienced the losses with me. And, you know, so it's good to have them there. They understand. And we've just been trying to get closer as a unit. And, you know, also having therapy, you know, just having someone who is there to give you a non-biased perspective about, you know, loss and trauma after loss and how to get through it. And, you know, just knowing that I'm not alone. And, you know, of course, with all of this going on, it has really upticked my anxiety a lot. I just, you know, even for example, at the game, I was really going through it the other night when I went to the UF football game because when my great aunt Doris, when she passed away, it was the first game of the season and it was a great game everything was wonderful we won like it was a really great start to the season it was a really really good game and me and my parents had a great time and then I went back to the hotel with them and that's when we found out that she had passed away and so I was freaking out this last game because I was like I hope history doesn't repeat itself like I started having this superstition that something was gonna happen because you know it was the last game of the season now um instead of the first or not the last game of the season but the last game we had here in our stadium and I was with my parents and I was gonna stay at the hotel with them and so it was just like the same thing as that last time so I was like oh my gosh like the whole game in the back of my head I was like please god don't let anything happen please don't let us get a bad phone call please because this is exactly the like the scenario we were in last time when something happened so I was like bracing myself that whole night you know just trying to brace myself for if something was going to happen thankfully nothing did but it's just sad because I'm like this isn't a life to live to just be on like every like time thinking that something's going to happen and thinking you know that history is going to repeat itself and stuff so it's just been overwhelming and i've just again i think that i've just been coping by trying to just hyper focus on things and even that night my dad had tagged the cousin that did the heartbreak emojis and things like that he tagged him and you know on our facebook status and he was like oh like we won the game and all this different stuff because you know they always joke back and forth about football and stuff and it took my cousin a little minute to respond to the post and not only did it take him a while but it um he also hadn't posted all day so I was like oh god I was like something's wrong like so it's just it's bad because there's just no way that I should be looking this deeply into stuff like I have to remember people do still have a life so just because they're not posting doesn't mean that something is necessarily wrong all the time but because that's how things were when my aunts passed away I just automatically think like my mind automatically just kind of goes to that place again so I'm just trying to rewire and retrain my brain to get back to a place where it's not thinking about all these different things um so hyper focused and um 
Yeah, but it's a journey. It really is a journey, um, especially when it has happened so many times, a lot more than you're used to. So just trying to figure out how to get through it. And what I, another way that I feel like I hyper-focused, you know, like the other night, I started feeling really stressed and I started overthinking and I kid you not, I pulled out my laptop and I just started making an itinerary for my birthday plans. Like I've realized lately, I've just become very hyper-focused and obsessed with planning for my future events in my life. Like I recently went down a whole rabbit hole planning my wedding, like full-blown details, venues, dresses, color schemes, everything. Knowing good and well, you know, marriage is definitely a few years down the road for me, but I just think that's a part of my coping mechanism for some strange reason now. Like I just kind of start planning for the future. I guess it just gives me a distraction, but also something to look forward to. So I think that's why I just have started to become really focused on like just planning very detailedly my life in the future because it just gives me something to look forward to so it it kind of helps me to stop being worried about things like death because I just I'm thinking and planning ahead for my future and it's giving me something to look forward to and to keep me going because I'm like you know okay if you can make it through these hard times you know you'll eventually make it to the place where you're actually living through the plans that you've created so I think that's why um but also I'm just kind of like why is my coping mechanism planning like why is it organizing why is it something that's you know like that but I think I just do it to help I guess but I don't know why all of a sudden my hobby or whatever has become planning things and making itineraries like I don't know it just it helps my mind go to another place because I'm so focused on details and stuff that I'm just like not thinking about anything else so I think that's why I've started to kind of um, do that but I think that you know again like I mentioned earlier I'm just starting to become really OCD and I know like sometimes people will misuse certain terms like anxiety and OCD and stuff but I genuinely genuinely think that I have OCD now because again I've just started to focus really deeply on things at this point and it it's kind of impacting my life in a really terrible way like for example it's yeah OCD has been um, really taking over my life for sure because um, for example you know other people can't throw away things for me like boxes or bags or anything like I have to look through everything thoroughly to make sure it isn't empty like you know if somebody tries to throw away like a food bag for me and I know it's empty I know all that's in there is like napkins and a fork I'm like hold on let me like look through it and I'm like thoroughly looking through it just to make sure like that's just how bad it is and I'm always making sure that nothing has fell in it again like this whole having to make lists and itineraries for literally everything like even if it's just for like a small portion of my day, I find myself just sitting there hyper-focusing exact times, you know, exact things. It has to go exactly how I plan it. Like, it's just, it's so bad. Um, also, just like having to check to make sure the stove and like hot appliances are unplugged, like thousands like I just feel like it feels like thousands of times like I sometimes I like just stare at the outlet just to make sure I'm like okay it's unplugged and even as I'm about to walk out I'm like okay wait let me just check one more time after I've already checked it like 50 times and so um it's like bad and you know even feeling paranoid about if doors are locked I'm just always making sure even if I've like made sure like a thousand times that I've tested it to make sure it was locked like sometimes I will turn 
all the way around if i'm all the way down the street sometimes if it's bothering me bad enough i will just turn my car around just to check again um because it's just yeah it's bad and it's to a point like even um all my years living in my apartment i've always um when it comes to going on like long vacations like winter break i have always wanted to make sure that i'm the last one to leave like i've wanted my roommates to go first but like back home and stuff and i always wanted to be the last one because i want to make sure that I'm the one that can make sure all the appliances are off you know because it's like even if somebody were to FaceTime me and be like I'm showing you that everything is off and you know everything is locked up I'm still like I just need to physically see it and do it myself because again I just like to have that control which is not good and I can definitely tell it is not healthy but it's just I feel like I've just been feeling like I've needed to have control over things that I can so and, you know some people may say you know maybe I'm just becoming more organized or responsible but I genuinely think it's just OCD because these things have been taking over my life way more than I feel like it takes over a normal person's life and I get anxious you know over these things like I just have to have things be a certain way I have to have control and it's just really not healthy and I'm just really trying to work on that and, you know for example you know um of how anxious I can get with OCD is like I will rethink several times over and over again if something was done correctly or if I checked something enough and for example if I just left from class even though I checked around my desk literally probably about five times I'll walk out and be thinking and replaying it in my head making sure I didn't leave anything and hoping that I didn't leave anything and it just really bothers me because I I literally will look all under the chairs all under the tables thoroughly and I see nothing I know I didn't leave anything I have everything and I'm still just like in my head I'm like something's missing I'm like I feel like something's missing and nothing is missing but it's just I don't know I just again back to the I just need that reassurance so it's gotten to a point where now I ask people in class I'd be like do you see anything like am I missing anything like do you see anything on the floor and they're like um no like I just <laughs> it's so bad now like I just need reassurance now um again I think lately the reason why my OCD tendencies are full-on in effect are because you know again my life has just felt so out of control lately like with all these changes that are happening and like my life just moving forward so quickly and stuff and you know just not having control of so many parts of my life now and all the sudden deaths and stuff that have happened you know I've just been trying to now control literally every part of my life that I can and you know again I'm glad to have my support system to just bring me back down to reality and be like you know I get it I know you want to have control but you have to just breathe sometimes you you simply just can't be in control of everything so that's just what I've been going through so that's just my little my little venting session about what I've been experiencing lately with you know just everything happening and I just wanted to share that and be transparent and very candid with my emotions with you all because I've been truly struggling with my emotions so that's just my little thing and I just want to also just give a little Little bit of advice and just the best advice that I can because you know of course I'm just still learning my way through these feelings but I did want to share a little bit of advice for those who may also be experiencing something similar so first I just want to say like I've been saying throughout this whole episode 
having a support system is so so crucial to getting through these things because going through it alone is difficult and you know of course there are times where you're going to want to just work through certain things alone you're going to want alone time to just get through your emotions but have a support system that can be there and just help you and can remind you like you're okay and just bring you back to reality because that's what I need that's what my support system does they're like okay calm down you're thinking way too deep into it like you know so have those people there and make sure that their intentions are genuine you know pray if you are a religious person um definitely pray I know that praying has really helped me get through some of the hardest times that I've had and I strongly believe between prayer and my support system is what carried me through all these things even as far as getting into UF to begin with because that was really a struggle and it was definitely quite the journey so definitely pray also just find at least one thing in life that's like a true de-stressor for you like it truly brings you happiness everything goes away when you do it it's just a pure happy thing that you do and partake in do that um, activity as much as possible you know make time for it because we need those times and those pockets throughout our day where we're not overwhelmed and consumed with our emotions I will always um, advise is get therapy if you can therapy does wonders it gives you very neutral perspective because sometimes you know Although you can have a great support system, sometimes you need that non-biased and also professional perspective that can help you. Also, I've realized that walks, um, when I go on walks or sometimes drives, can clear my mind. So, you know, try that out sometime, going on a walk or a drive or sitting outside, getting fresh air, being in nature. Definitely do that if you can and talking to yourself out loud. I do that all the time and it really helps you to get everything out so definitely talking to yourself you know keep in contact with people to the best of your ability that is something that my therapist advised to me when I was you know telling her about how stressed I am about like all the deaths that have happened and stuff and she said you know just try to keep in contact with people but you know of course don't do it to a point where it's overwhelming you and you feel like you're trying to call your whole contact list obviously but you know try to have a little bit of a system of um, calling people checking in and you know just making the best of the time you have with the people here on earth so you can have at least that little bit of closure if something were to happen to them and just overall just giving yourself grace you know you're a work in progress healing and growth doesn't happen overnight but it can happen for you it will happen for you so believe in it and just know that you're not alone in you know whatever you're feeling if you know you feel like you are grieving if you feel like you feel trauma after something don't be afraid to just reach out for help and just understand it does get better and that's what I keep trying to remind myself is that you know even though I'm going through this time in my life where I am very overwhelmed and not too sure of some things and stressed out about other family members dying and stuff and just worrying now constantly that something's gonna happen to someone because I'm so overwhelmed by all the losses I've experienced and just now feeling that constant worry feeling I know that hopefully you know through if I keep working on myself through prayer and therapy and my support system that I will get to a place where I no longer stress about everything but you know again it's a work in progress and just don't give up on yourself don't give up on your journey and you can and you will get through this now into the let's discuss segment 
Um, so this is just going to be a brief um, let's discuss segment and I just wanted to dedicate it to Veterans Day. I wanted to say a happy belated Veterans Day to those who currently serve and who have served for the United States and our soldiers. You know, they play a pivotal role and make many sacrifices for this country. So thank you. And I want to give a special shout out to my dad who served in the Air Force and also a special shout out to the host of Talk of Brothers who is the parent network to this podcast. Um, for their services in the military as well and thank you to everyone else out there who has served and to your family members who have served as well and your work will never go unnoticed and it's greatly appreciated now into the heart to heart segment the motivation monday quote of the week was when feeling overwhelmed by a faraway goal repeat the following i have it within me right now to get me to where i want to be later so i really really liked this quote for this episode because you know this episode is just kind of all about my emotions and getting through trauma um getting through just like the rough times and the that overwhelming feeling and just like not knowing and kind of having that fear of the unknown but this quote kind of just reminded me that you know even though i have this goal of wanting to get through these hurdles of you know worrying all the time stressing all the time and questioning my future and knowing that I have all these big goals that I have for my future and not knowing if I'm gonna make them just reminding myself that it's you know still possible and even though it is a faraway goal that I have it within me to do the things that I want to do to get through the things that I'm going through I know I have it within me and you know just believe in myself and just knowing that I can get to where I want to be later I have all the tools that I need right in front of me it's just a matter of actually learning how to use them and putting them into place so that's my biggest piece of advice is just remembering that everything that you need is right there within you you just need to take the steps to actually build and work on growth and work on trying to make it to the places where you want to be in life so whenever you feel stressed out overwhelmed by your emotions and the goals that you have and just feeling like you want to give up on everything because it's just too much just remember that you can get through it and that you know you're exactly where you're meant to be right now and that you are meant to be where you're going to go in the future but you have to start with the building blocks that are in front of you and work your way up so it may seem far away now but it will eventually become closer and become a reality if you don't give up on it and don't give up on yourself as well you can definitely do it and you will do it keep manifesting it keep working towards it and you're going to heal and you're going to do the things that you want to do in life that's all for today's episode of talks with tatiana please make sure to follow me on instagram at talks with tatiana underscore on facebook at talks with tatiana and on twitter at talk with tatiana without the s after talk turn on your post notifications and please leave ratings reviews and share with your friends until next time remember stay open stay kind and keep fighting the good fight yeah.